Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 8th of June 2021. Now, Charles, you're looking a bit stressed. I am very stressed. Looking a little bit down. Yes. The weight of the world, the daily podcast is grinding you. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? I really don't enjoy this job. (laughs) But there is some good news, just that according to Ben Robert Smith's barrister, Mm. when you're under a lot of stress, it's actually okay if you feel like drinking a beer out of a dead man's prosthetic leg. Ah, well, that's a huge relief, isn't it? Because it might, he, he said... It might appear bad taste to drink from a souvenir prosthetic leg taken from a dead enemy, Mm. but, and I quote, in the scheme of human wickedness, it does not, in my submission, rate terribly high. So have at it, Charles. I know you wanted to. (laughs) uh, In terms of all the war crimes, it's just a minor war crime. It's a petty war crime. Yeah, it's it's just an accessory. It's just a drinking stein. Sure, it was someone's leg. But now it's just a vessel. I'm pretty sure I've got a, a leg of a dead war victim lying around this office somewhere. So maybe we should crack open a beer and, and en- the end. enjoy a leggy while we do this podcast. Coming up on the show today, our Royal Correspondent Zoe Norton Lodge takes a look at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's baby name. And all the fascinating ins and outs of the Senate Estimates Committee. Yeah, you can fast forward that bit. Plus, intern Lachlan reckons he's figured out how to have a fresh take on lockdown no matter how long it runs for in Melbourne. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana in the Chaser Newsroom. Following the birth of Harry and Meghan's second child, the couple have faced criticism for not having a gender reveal party beforehand. However, the couple have defended themselves, saying that last week, in honour of Prince Philip, they did have a skin colour reveal party. The same political party that spent the last two years covering up allegations of rape in Parliament House have now demanded immediate action against tweets being liked by staff at the ABC. Speaking in Senate estimates, free speech warriors from the government called for the urgent firing of anyone at the ABC exercising free speech. The ABC has come under fire for paying the lawyers of Christian Porter $100,000 to resolve a defamation case. But the ABC defended the payment, saying that $100,000 is a bargain if it means they never have to talk to Christian Porter ever again. That's the latest news you really shouldn't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Oprah. Look under your seats! Actually, don't do that. You might be driving um, and we can't handle that lawsuit. But the story of the day yesterday was, of course, Senate estimates in Canberra. Were Certainly just- on Twitter. Um, people were very entertained by estimates, which is not a very common situation when politicians get together to grill public servants. But I did like, Charles, the ploy to get more viewers of mm. estimates yes. by doing comedy bits. That's right. The Liberal Party senators trying to look at all the sort of satirical tweets from Australia's best comedians and seeing who at the ABC is liking those tweets and then sort of launching, I suppose, a Spanish Inquisition 
against those journalists. First cab off the rank for this instigation was uh, the shovel. Uh, run by friend of the show, James Schleffel. And uh, Senator James Patterson uh, started reading out one of the shovel's tweets in uh, in the Estimates Committee. Um, Mr Anderson, are you familiar with the um, news, satirical news website, The Shovel? Uh, no, I'm not. Now, James Schleffel from The Shovel is uh, joining us. James, how do you react? David Anderson, the head of the ABC, doesn't even know about The Shovel. What is, what, what's going on? Well, who's David Anderson? That's, that's all I can say. I think the fuck is this guy? I've never heard of him. I can't believe that he is not up to date on all the latest satire website jobs. I mean, how do you feel about it? You must be outraged as well. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm just outraged that the Chase and Warren isn't drawn into this battle. This is why It's I've unlike called... us. We've had, had a few estimates in our time. <laughs> what a question, though. I mean, what a question. Ask, asking about tweets. I, I love this idea that it's yeah. James Patterson. Yeah. Crawling through the, the, the likes of, of other people's Twitter to see to see who they've liked. Mm. I mean, it seems like the government knows more about the shovel's tweets than it does about how many people work in aid care. <laughs> but, but I think it's because James Patterson, if you look at his Twitter feed, because I, I went through and looked at all the hit likes on his tweets, and there's hardly any of them. The, the greatest scandal is that James Patterson's Twitter feed is incredibly tedious and boring. That's the real scandal here. But, but, but James, did you, did you hear his rendition of your tweet? No, I actually haven't heard it. Oh, can we, can we play it for him? Because I just want to get your critical opinion on whether he massacred your joke. Uh, imagine uh, being the chief law officer and effing up your own defamation case. It'd be a bit like being the health minister and effing up a major vaccine rollout, dot, 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 oh, wait. I just had an idea. After hearing that, I mean, I think we've got a new ABC program to pitch, which is James Patterson reading out the shovel's tweet. Yeah, because it was a good performance. It just made you really want to laugh, didn't it? Oh, just hilarious. I mean, the guy's He's the next John Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, um, have a good I assume you're actually just busy at work. We should probably leave you alone. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, James. Right. Thanks, guys. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Ellen DeGeneres, celebrating 10 years of a joyous, harmonious workplace and nine other years also. Well, it's a very happy day for all patriots with the birth of... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's new little baby, mm. Lily, Diana, and who better to tell us more about it than our royal correspondent. We've got a royal correspondent. We do, for today only. <laughs> Zoe Norton Lodge, hello, uh, Zoe. Oh, hi, guys. Thank you so much for hiring me as your royal correspondent. Um, how many people turned it down? <laughs> yeah, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so look, we are all very excited. Lily, bet Diana. Um, mm. Did it put a real spring in your step, Dommy, hearing the news? Oh, yeah. I mean, I really like the fact that Queen Elizabeth's inability to pronounce her own name as a child has now been preserved for another generation. I just think that's so sweet. Yeah. And what do you think of the name, Charles? I I think it's a terrible name. Do you, you think so? Yes. She's going to have to spell her name for the rest of her life because no one will know yeah. her name. Oh, wait a minute. I feel <laughs> like she probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> One of the most famous babies in the world. We might, yeah. we might pull it off. She'd probably but, um, be right. Look, so, but I, I don't yeah. know the backstory. So is it because Queen Elizabeth had a had a speech impediment? I probably should have, um, yeah, clarified. So when she was little, she couldn't say Elizabeth, which is quite difficult yeah. to say for a toddler. So she mm. said Lilibet. So do you think this is just a, a really nasty thing that Megan and Harry have done? 
to show up the queen. I mean, I'm not too sure, Charles, but um, you do share the view of conservative Britain, you'll be pleased to know, who are <laughs> really, really angry about this name. <laughs> so the commentary is that the name is awful, that it's as bad as calling a kid cabbage, um, <laughs> that it's terribly disrespectful because it was a private nickname of the Queen. And then other people are mad because they think they should have put Diana first. Other people are mad because they think after their recent commentary on the royal family that it's odd to have named a baby after the Queen. So, Charles, there's a lot of agreement with your perspective. Mm. <laughs> Look, to be honest, guys, I actually really like the name. Really? I think it's quite sweet. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. I think Lilybet is adorable and I think how beautiful to, to also name her after Diana. And I think just to like to give everyone, especially you, Charles, a little bit of perspective, mm. um, I just thought I'd revisit one of my favourite um, articles, which is um, the best uh, Bogan baby names of the year. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is from Kidspot. Yeah. These are all names that Australian babies were named in 2020. Okay. Would you rather be called Lilibet or Corona? <laughs> no. That is not true. <laughs> is that true? Yep. Oh, well, yeah, okay, Lilibet. Lily, in that case, okay. yes, you're right. Would you rather be called Lilibet or Chloe? Oh, well, I think Chloe's all right. That's a nice name. K-L-O. K-L-O. W. What? E-E. Sounds like a venereal disease. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, yep, okay, Lilibet does beat that one. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, what about, what about Lilibet or Honesty? Honesty? Honesty as a name. It'd be novel in the in the royal yeah. family to have honesty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Before you commit to honesty, mm. I should tell you that it is spelt H O N E S T double E. No. Okay. Uh, Jackson. J A X T Y double N. Is this just punching down this whole segment? Are we? Are we? Siding with the royal family and punching down over on the commoners. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, look, you like some names more than others. That's mm. fine. I'm not saying these are the worst names ever. That's what the article said. I didn't say that. Mm. I'm just saying that um, I would prefer personally to be called Lilybet over any of the names I've said so far. Yeah. And that does seem fairly unremarkable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was another surprising one on the list Karen. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that is bad. But, yeah. well, I assume in some sort of attempt to distance from the new associations with the name. Mm. This is C-A-R-R-Y-N. That's not yeah. solving the problem. <laughs> Who would have known there was a worse variety yeah. of Karen than 2020 Karen? Okay. Um, okay. Have I made my point that, like, you know, Lilybet, Lilybet Diana, how beautiful. So I, I am quite confident in saying you are the worst royal correspondent <laughs> we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Fantastic. Can I go do something else now? Yeah, go away. All right. See ya. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by James Corden. We're actually recording this from his car right now. He won't let us out. Now, Charles, we had a problem yesterday, which is that we're running out of fresh angles on the Melbourne lockdown. We had lots of people complaining in a similar way. 
Sally Warhaft came on and gave us a very new angle. What was it again? It was the idea that in Melbourne, it'll be the first generation of parents who don't wish they'd spent more time with their kids when they're on their deathbed. Yeah, that was very funny. But it creates a problem, which is today we need another new angle because the lockdown is continuing. And ideally we need some sort of system to solve this problem Mm. every single day with having something new to say about a drawn-out and very upsetting situation. Yes. So luckily uh, I've got Lachlan, one of the interns, uh, working on this problem. Hey, Lachlan, can you come in here? G'day, boys. Have you come up with a way to... Give us a fresh angle. Have you got a fresh angle? So, Charles, not only have I come up with a fresh angle, I have come up with infinite fresh angles. Oh for my for the Melbourne lockdown. For the Melbourne lockdown. So, so if this goes for another three want, years, as it probably will, do this every day. I've mm. given you guys a way to have a hot take every single day of lockdown. This is a big promise, yeah. and I'm hoping you can deliver because you might actually get promoted to. Mm. Yeah. Not quite in turn. Well, I, I've been at the Charles First School of Promising and Delivering, so <laughs> we'll see how that all goes. Uh, what I've done was I found the uh, the process that Peter Credlin actually uses to write her reports for Sky News. Right, so you found her formula? Yeah, it's quite a formula to it, in fact. So Are you saying I'll she puts thought into her reporting? No, no, no. She just plugs in the little spaces and then it all writes itself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Sounds so low effort. So this is, what is, I how, like. this is how Peter Credlin writes to Sky News. Undoubtedly. Wow, okay. Yeah. I can say that with confidence knowing that I've done the same amount of research as Peter Credlin probably does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, let's see what you got. So what I'll need you guys to do is mm. I've got eight little blanks mm. and if I could get you guys to just fill them in, I will produce for you a Sky News lockdown report. Oh, so, okay. Okay, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, I just need a number between a 1,000 and a million. 520,000. Can I also have just the worst human tragedy you've ever heard? Rowan Dean. Is that going to work? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. No, yeah. Or no, do, you mean, do you mean like a disaster? No, like that'll a fit. Plane that'll crash. Fit. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Rowan Dean. Yeah, Rowan Dean is the Career. worst. Rowan Dean absolutely <laughs> okay. fits. Yeah, I just need a left-wing personality. Is that like Adam Band or something? Or, um, no, come on, personality. Celeste Liddell. Uh, or whatever, Magda Sabansky or something like that. Magda Sabansky, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. I also need a civil rights issue. The right to have a weapon in school. <laughs> gun rights. Yeah, yeah gun, gun rights. rights, yeah. The most important rights that there are. Um, now I just need a Victorian Labour politician. Dictator Dan, surely. Oh, yeah. Dictator Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's still Brilliant. in the game. It's, it's quite classy and quite on brand with yeah, Dictator Dan, yep. Uh, and then I just need, uh, what's your favourite animal? A panda. A panda okay, is good. Panda. Thank you. That was a bit of effort, Lachlan. They don't just... You know, phone the, them in at Sky News. They, they go to a lot of effort. we got two more. I just need uh, maybe an Australian celebrity. Daryl Summers? Cancelled. Oh, oh, no, I'll tell you. What about me? Charles Firth. Um, yeah. Are you, sure, are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Lachlan, Lachlan yeah. I think we better make it Craig. Prominent <laughs> Australian celebrity Charles Firth. Yeah. And then I just need a, a short, punchy insult. Dick what, doesn't he? Maybe. I'll just uh, I'll plug this into the computer now and we'll produce okay. it. Okay. Okay, what's... Yeah. It's all here. So I present to you an authentic Sky News latest and freshest take on the Melbourne lockdown. Are you ready? Okay. Melbourne has been forced into a lockdown that could well go for over 520,000 days. This forced lockdown is a crime against humanity on par with Rowan Dean. (laughs) Whilst the lockdown is believed to be COVID, Sky News can reveal that the whole thing is a ruse orchestrated by Magnus Zavansky, 
who intends on using the time in lockdown to spread her agenda on gun rights. <laughs> <laughs> Dictator Dan has remained silent on the issue, though we can assume that he's currently hiding in a bunker waterboarding pandas. Naturally, media personality Charles Firth has attempted to make light of the issue on his daily podcast, though ultimately he just came across as a dickwad. <laughs> Those were your words. Wait a minute. The, the last I'd, bit's a bit unclever. Uh, this, is, yeah. this is just what the, the algorithm came out with. This is purely Peter Credlin's lockdown formula. I Charles. don't have a problem with the dickwad, but media personality Charles Firth, no one will buy that. That's not news. And that's why it's perfect for Sky News. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, sports fans, to the 2021 Internet Olympics. We're back here again at Stockland Retirement Village where the conditions are just right for our favourite senior citizens division. Watch as they race to successfully connect their Wi-Fi and send an email. Today we have John, Martha and Dennis racing for a free posthumous cremation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, today they are competing for the Ashes. And they're off! Dennis is showing great form as he moves his face six inches away from the screen and adjusts his glasses. Can he find the Wi-Fi symbol? Dennis is one to watch tonight, excelling in the qualifiers yesterday where he managed to plug his phone charger in. Meanwhile, Martha is not far behind him. Martha has already managed to figure out how the mouse works. You little beauty! John's going in as the underdog for today's match. He's currently tearing it up in the back, adjusting the height setting on his seat. John, we know you love posture, but lumbar support is not going to help your back now. Disaster on the field for Dennis, who was full stream ahead already connected to the correct Wi-Fi router, but it looks like old Dennis has hit a roadblock, or should we say cock block, as he's been hit by a barrage of pop-ups for porn. Don't believe them, Dennis. There aren't any hot singles in your area. John looks though he's fallen on a hurdle here, folks. He's stuck looking at an email advertisement for Viagra. Looks like John just can't keep up. Oh, no, it looks like Martha has fallen for a fishing scam. She's writing a check now for a Ugandan prince. Careful, Martha. That's a lot of zeros there. Uh-oh. Martha has just lost a double or nothing on her grandchildren's inheritance. Martha is out for the match. Meanwhile, Dennis is powering on against all odds. The porn pop-ups just do not stop. Looks like we have a cheating scandal occurring right here, folks. John has just tried to call up his son, but wait. He's accidentally left himself a voicemail. Oh, and it's 6.30 and everyone has fallen asleep. What a riveting match, ladies and gentlemen. Join us next week as we spectate middle-aged mothers racing to share memes to Facebook about drinking wine. We'll have you living, laughing and loving all night long. Well, Dom, it's almost time to crack open that leggy, isn't oh, it? I've been just staring at that prosthetic leg in the corner of the studio for, for the last 20 minutes or so, just thinking, when can we just take a swig? Bottoms up. Here you go, Dom. Here, you can have the first skull. Like I go say, on. feet up. Oh. Skull, 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 skull. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm defending Australia. Oh, look, we spilt beer all over the Geneva Convention. Yeah, it's invalid now. It doesn't work. See what you did there. More news is available at chaser.com.au. Leave us a five-star review. Or take off stars if you think <laughs> for this uh, <laughs> whole thing with the legs. Our gear is thanks to Rode Microphones. And we are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. See ya. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.